Welcome to our first actual episode of Spilling the Therapy, which isn't an actual episode yet and more of a get to know your hosts kind of thing. I am Kathy Dan Moore. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, a certified divorce mediator, and a qualified parenting coordinator. I own a group practice in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's called KDM Counseling Group, and we specialize in a collaborative approach to relationship and individual therapy. So the most important role in my life, though, is I am a mom to two kids, Finn, who's 14, Lily, who's 17, and I'm a mom, a bonus mom to four kids. So that's Matt, who's 20, Ellie, 22, Jake, 25, and Zach, 27. So we're busy. Uh, I'm married to Doug, who really is the person that steadies that whole ship. (laughs) I feel so fortunate for our beautiful blended family. I'm a product of divorce, and my mom is pretty much my hero, and I have a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel who I'm basically obsessed with, and her name is Mahi. So overall, I'm a podcast enthusiast, a book lover, a traveler wannabe, and passionate about always learning new things. And I am Jess Lowe. I am KDM's client coordinator. So I'm the first contact that the new clients have at KDM. I help match them with a clinician that best fits their needs. I'm a survivor of childhood trauma, and my mom is also my hero, so we have that in common. Um, Being a childhood trauma survivor, that motivates me to help others. I have been married for eight years to my best friend, Jason, and we have two chihuahuas, Brody and Chandler, who do think they are human. Who you are also obsessed with. I am obsessed with them. Um, (laughs) I'm a former salon owner and stylist. I love all things travel. I love to try new foods, try new things. I always have a book on hand and I will never turn down a good concert. And so we're going to tell you a little bit about how we met and how this all got started. Go ahead, Jess. Okay. So social media, Uh, I was transitioning out of the hair industry and I stumbled across Kathy Dan's post for a virtual assistant. And I really didn't think much of it. You know, I was applying for a lot of different positions and just kind of seeing what came to me. I really wasn't expecting a call back, um, but I thought the position was interesting and it really was on the way of me being able to help others. And that's what I've always tried to do, even behind the chair. So um, being a hair therapist is what a lot of my clients called me over the past 10 years. (laughs) Um, I have a lot of empathy and helping others begin their mental health journey was just what I was looking for. So it was really meant to be. Things were overwhelming. I was trying to do what Jess does and not nearly as well as Jess does it. So she's basically the backbone that makes the group work all together. She's really the backbone of what is making this podcast work too, because she did all of the heavy lifting until this point. So yeah. It does take a team. It's not just me. Um, It does take a team. And we've been talking about podcasts, our love for podcasts for so long now. So we, you know, thought why not? create our own podcast. I love all types of podcasts from true crime, recipes, organizational podcasts, the beauty industry. But when I was listening to podcasts, I felt that what was missing was a podcast for me for mental health that didn't just scratch the surface. I wanted somebody that was going to dig deep and jump in with both feet and help me have a better understanding of what I was going through and what my family members might be going through. And I just really felt that the podcast that I was listening to, which they're great podcasts. I'm not saying there's not a good podcast for mental health, but I was just wanting a little bit more. 
Yeah. And I was noticing I was using little tidbits from podcasts that I love, which we'll mention throughout this whole project in with when I was doing therapy with clients. And so they, they almost make fun of me at this point. I'll say, well, I heard something really interesting new on a podcast the other day. So the selfish goal here is that this will give us the opportunity to learn more things about mental health, which we're both really passionate about. And, you know, outside of what we do, which is so specific to individual and relationship therapy. Um, When we started to make a list of all of the topics we wanted to cover, Jess, I don't remember. It was, it's a long list. There were at least 300. Yeah. So, so we're really excited. Selfishly, we're really excited to learn more, but our overall goal here is that we're normalizing mental health and that if we can help anybody out there learn something new or a way to help themselves or a way to help understand people that they love who are in their family, then that's just the cherry on top for us. Absolutely. And we do have, like you mentioned, a lot of topics that we want to discuss, not limited to these topics, such as trauma, adverse childhood experiences, depression, postpartum and anxiety, ADHD, mood disorders, some more that you want Yeah. So affair recovery, divorce, co-parenting. Those are things we deal with a lot. Domestic violence, personality disorders. I mean, we could just go on and on, but so we're excited to really cover a broad expanse of things, bring other people in who are experts in certain areas so that they can share information with us as well. And also not just experts, but also survivors of mental health. You know, that's a good guess that we would love to have. So we have a lot of people lined up that we're excited to have on our show. We do also have a section of our podcast that I'm extremely excited about called our asked and answered section. So it's like a Q&A that we'll be getting to hear from our listeners. And so that's what's really important to me. So if you do have a question that you would like us to answer on an episode of Spilling the Therapy, all you have to do is email us. You can email us at askus at spillingthetherapy.com and the link is in the content below. So, yeah, we're very jazzed about that part. I have a little fun thing for us to get ready for <laughs> your listeners' questions. I thought it would be fun to do a little ask and answer sesh for us to, so that our listeners can kind of get to know us on that personal level. So are you ready for the questions? <laughs> you go first. Okay. So are you a morning person or a night owl? I am a morning person, very much so, even though I overslept this morning and slept till 9.15. So that didn't really prove it. But normally I'm a morning person. I like to wake up, have my coffee, get ready to go. That might also be a little bit attributed to my age. I'm 47. So I think my nights get shorter and shorter. How about you? I'm a morning person and I'm 33. My <laughs> calls me a grandma and I like to be in bed. 8.30 latest, like I might not be asleep at 8.30, but I'm in bed with a book. Don't, you know, interrupt me. Nothing serious. My phone is on vibrate. I'm not, I'm not one to have a conversation after eight o'clock. <laughs> Maybe you've acclimated to your husband's age with that. He stays up till like 11. It's so he, crazy. Oh, well, then there He's goes the theory. <laughs> okay. Next question. Are you superstitious? No, I'm not either. No, I have a lot of friends that are superstitious, but you know, it is what it is. I think my husband might be a little bit because anytime there's a ladder in the garage, I'm like underneath it. He's like, don't be, don't be underneath the ladder. So (laughs) he's a little superstitious. Yeah, I'm not somehow. I almost want to be, it's kind of like with astrology. Like I wish I believed in stuff like that. And I don't, I like to read about it, but I don't feel like it 
it like links with me, I guess. I know. I keep finding holes in it. I'm like, that doesn't feel like me. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. Did you ever go to summer camp? I camp? did. Yeah. My not church camp, but um, I went to gymnastics camp in Pennsylvania oh. and I loved it. How about you? <laughs> I went to church camp one time. <laughs> one time only. I think I was just too young. I think I was six years old and my sister got to go. She was eight and my cousin's also six. And so we went to church camp and I didn't like to be away from my mom. <laughs> so every was this morning, in Alabama or in Texas? This was in Texas. Um, okay. So every morning they would get us up, get dressed. We have to go to the flagpole to like say, you know, morning prayer, pledge of allegiance. And then we would go eat breakfast. Well, I would always get sick at the flagpole <laughs> every morning. So oh, I just was so like the first half of the day in the nurse's office <laughs> every morning. So you had early anxiety. We can I talk did. about that later. I Childhood anxiety. I was a very anxious little <laughs> child. So yes, <laughs> we'll pull that in. Okay. What is your favorite thing to cook? With my husband, I like to do pizzas on our green egg. We are always trying different recipes. Um, If it's just like my like favorite thing I like to make for myself that my husband doesn't like is my mom's like pasta, tuna, green pea salad. It's like my favorite thing. And it's a comfort. It's really good. It sounds disgusting, but it's really good. I'll link the recipe in the bio. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like peas though. (laughs) That's gross. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't actually, when I I think about that question, I I can't, literally can't come up with something. My husband does really most of the cooking. And then my 17-year-old Lily has found this new passion for cooking Asian food. So we actually went to an Oriental supermarket over in Pinellas Park last weekend, we dragged my husband with us. Um, and so she makes all kinds of things. So my favorite thing to cook is whatever everybody else in my house cooks. Yeah. Jason does not cook. He grills really well, but inside it's grilled cheese, cereal. That's about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any hidden talents? Uh, I'm really good at fishing. So, and I love to fish, you know, we did name our dog Mahi. Um, what about you? I can lick my elbow. Seriously? Yeah. Can you not? I'm trying it right now. (laughs) Wow. You can. I can. That's my only, my only real talent. (laughs) Okay. So when you say that, I believe I can make a clover with my tongue. Look. Oh yeah. I know. Oh, you can too. So I guess it's not really a, Yeah. Huh. <laughs> but that's still a talent because I don't think a lot of people can do that. All right, good. How about your favorite movie? Drop Dead Fred. I've never seen that. Oh my gosh. It's such a good movie. It's about a, an imaginary friend. Yeah. That this girl has as a child and he's horrible. Like he did really bad things. He's like a bad imaginary friend. Always got her in trouble. And she grows up, you know, doesn't have the imaginary friend anymore, goes through a horrible breakup. And her imaginary friend comes back and she's an adult and it's like chaos. Oh, okay. I have, have to, to watch, watch it. it. Yes. Yeah. I shouldn't have been watching nice. it as a child. It wasn't like child approved. <laughs> that's funny. Cause that's, I was just about to say mine is stepbrothers. 
And when you have six kids that are, you know, stair-stepped in age, the four, he's 14 now, but I swear when he was like six, he could recite stepbrothers, which is wildly inappropriate when we're going to be talking about parenting stuff later. <laughs> I recognize that. Um, such okay. a baby though. <laughs> it is. Okay. Okay. Any other questions? Yes. I have one more for you. Okay. What is your number one travel destination? Anywhere I haven't already been. How about you? <laughs> um, same, but if I could only go to one place for the rest of my life, it would be Cape Cod. That's where we got married. Oh, that's right. You and got that's married like there. my favorite. It's like, to me, it's like Mayberry. I don't know. I just really like it. Everybody's Aww. so nice up there. So we really enjoy going back. Good, good, good. All right. Oh, wait, last, qu- this is the last question. Okay. What's your biggest pet peeve? Tardiness. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Mine's when people move too slow. Oh, I know every performance review I've ever had has been to work on my patients. Oh yeah. Which is interesting because when I'm in doing therapy, I feel like I'm patient with my clients, but out in the world that I'm also having to operate in, I just like want people to go and move. For me with tardiness was my mom had three kids that she was having to take here, there and everywhere. And I was always the one that was late for the most part. <laughs> so <laughs> Were you getting in trouble? As soon as I got in my life, got my license, I was like, we're going to go to school early. We're going to be on time. Oh, um, you were late because of her. You yeah. weren't late with no, the not crew. because of me. I, I got was late you. Because of my, my poor mom that just, like I said, she was my hero. She, she handled us all very well, but it was, you know, you weren't always the one that got to be dropped off first. It's a juggling act yes. for sure. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad that I got to know a couple of new things about you that I didn't even know. I know me too. And I can't wait to know more about our listeners. I'm so excited to hear from them. So I guess that's it for today. We just want to have a little bit of a get to know us session. So thank you for joining us as we begin this exciting adventure together. We are your hosts, Kathy Dan Moore and Jess Lowe signing off. So tune in next week to Spilling the Therapy for our chat about relationship and marriage counseling. We're going to break it down one sip at a time. The podcast you heard today is for educational purposes only and does not replace the advice you may be receiving from a licensed therapist. 